What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to The Booch Cast. This week, ladies and gentlemen, The Booch Cast presents to you the third and final compilation for Gator Ruins Your Childhood. Now, as I mentioned before with Anchor, we have the three-hour gap, which is why I only got up to the Jungle Book on the last, you know, Gator Ruins Your Childhood compilation. So now, we have only two segments of Gator Ruins Your Childhood that are going to be played on this track. So because 
we only have two segments to play, and those segments are not extremely long. I wanted to take this moment to say a few things, since I have the time, before we present the last two Gator Ruins Your Childhood segments. And the first thing I want to say is how happy and completely blown away I am at the amount of listens and downloads we have gotten from these Gator Ruins Your Childhood compilations. And the reason I'm blown away is because one of the things that's often been debated here on the Boochcast amongst myself and the other co-hosts is whether or not Gator Ricky Ross is really contributing to this show. Like Gator used to say all the time, Mr. Bucciarelli, I bring the ratings. And for a period of time, he did. Then there was a period of time where he wasn't bringing in the ratings. And there were also times where he would say things of an offensive and controversial nature, which is why I want to take this moment once again to remind everybody that the following views and opinions that you're about to hear in these last two segments belong 100% to Gator Ricky Ross and in no way, shape, or form reflect the views of the Boochcast, its co-hosts, its sponsors, or its affiliates. Now, even though I put this disclaimer out all the time, the fact is some people do get offended by what Gator Ricky Ross says, and there are other people who laugh hysterically and find it entertaining. But there was no clear-cut way for us to be able to tell which side had the bigger numbers. The amount of people who love Gator Ricky Ross, or the amount of people who hate Gator Ricky Ross. I was never sure. Well, after seeing this compilation of Gator Ruins Your Childhood, the two of them, and the large numbers we've gotten, it now shows me that Gator Ricky Ross still to this day has a strong fan base. And because of that, I am going to be bringing Gator Ricky Ross back to the show. Now, am I bringing him back as a full-fledged co-host? No. And that's only because I know with Gator's schedule, he's not going to have the time to give that kind of commitment. But what I am going to do is bring a lot of segments back with Gator, which means that in the year 2022, you're going to be seeing a lot more of Gator than you have in the past. We're going to bring back the classic pay-per-view reviews and do a lot more of those. Uh, We'll find other segments for Gator to do um, as well as we evolve and grow the show. And of course, I'm going to be doing a lot more compilations of the best of Gator Ricky Ross. For example, one that's going to be coming up is the segment we did entitled Pussy Talk with Gator, where Gator read the vagina monologues. I'm going to be putting those together on one track for you guys to listen to. And of course, we've had Gator the Matchmaker. I might bring some of those in if I can find them. Uh, I'm also going to be looking at Fifty Shades of Gator, where Gator would read from the Fifty Shades series and bring some of those in. And I may even bring in some Dr. Gator segments and see if that would work. But we're definitely going to be doing a lot more new stuff as well. For example, we're going to be bringing in new Gator Ruins Your Childhood segments. So Gator will be coming back with that. We also have uh, Breaking Ground with Gator, where we're going to be doing the Breaking Ground monologue, which basically is the vagina monologues only done through the story of, you know, transgender people. That's a segment we're going to bring to the show. So I am definitely bringing Gator Ricky Ross back, and I am bringing him back because the people have spoken. Because that's what the Boochcast is about. We do things for the fans. We are looking at the numbers. We are looking at the metrics. Anchor is telling me what I need to know to give you fans the best show possible, and that's what we're going to be doing. Now, I know we've hit a lot of 
of bumps in the road and a lot of things have been disorganized. But one of my goals for 2022 is to get things back on track. And the reason I say for 2022 is because I know we're currently at the end of 2021. We're in December. And I know with the holidays coming up, everything's going to be discombobulated. So a lot of the stuff that I'm planning, I'm planning for the new year. I want to just get through 2021 and enter 2022 with a new mindset and a new outlook on life in and out of the world of the Boochcast. So I want to take this moment to thank you guys for the love and support you've shown to the Gator Ruins of Childhood segments. Thank you for the love that you've shown to Gator Ricky Ross. I know Gator loves it just as much as I do. In fact, we've actually been talking about some of these segments because when we went back and listened to them, especially after I was putting them all together, we had to remember how funny a lot of these segments were and how much we laughed at them, how much we enjoyed them, and how some we thought weren't great. Then we listened to them again and go, holy shit, those were really good. So we're now having to like relearn because it's been so long since we've recorded those segments. So it's really revitalized and re-energized both Gator and myself from listening to these different Gator Ruins of Childhood segments. And it's actually making us chomp at the bit to do more. So we're definitely going to be doing more Gator Ruins of Childhood in 2022. And like I said, some other segments we might bring back. And if we can find some classic ones, we may even put those together. But we're going to be definitely bringing more Gator Ricky Ross to the Boochcast in 2022. And I am so excited for the future of the Boochcast. I always am. At the end of every year, I like to analyze things, see what works. Works, see what doesn't work and the people have spoken and you've shown that Gator Ruins Your Childhood is a segment that still works and is still popular so we are bringing it back for 2022 and that's really all I can say for now so I thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this and I just really wanted to get this off my chest and like I said with the length of these two Gator Ruins Your Childhood segments I knew I was going to have time to talk about this without affecting any of those and like I said just one more time thank you guys so much for the love and support you've given to Gator Ruins Your Childhood these compilations be on the lookout for more in the future and now that I've said my piece I'm going to take a short break here and when I come back Gator will be here and he will be ruining Snow White and the Seven Dwarves here on the Boochcast so you guys sit tight we will return right after this hi ho hi ho
Hello, and welcome back to the Boochcast. During the break, we played the song, Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's home from work we go. Can't whistle, don't care. So, anyway, we did the song, Hi-ho. Oh, now you're just showing off. You didn't try it when you was a kid? I did, and I was terrible at it. Did you have your two front teeth? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, then I did not You have no... You have... Okay, whatever. I just couldn't whistle. Never could. Sometimes you just gotta blow that whistle, baby. Whistle, baby. Oh, God. That, don't remind me of that song, please. Uh, I love that song. What? I love that song. I, I used to, but it brings up bad memories for me. That's a great song. That's gonna be done on our next commercial break. My whistle, baby, whistle, baby, let me know. Okay, well, the next time we do a, a Breaking Kayfabe, we'll we'll put that in there. I hate doing Breaking Kayfabe. I know, that's why I let you do the, you pick the song for that commercial break, mostly. Yeah, cause you, you make me go all out of character and mess, and then I gotta act like I got sense, and I don't. Don't remind me, but anyway. Hey, 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 hey. Boy. We're trying to do this without cussing. I know. I and know. It's, and it's going I great. Know. It's going fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. PG-13, children, my bad. Yes, he's yeah, allowed. Um, he just used up his one. Okay. Yeah, I know. So now I've got to uh, not blow the rest of my load. I, that, that was an innuendo. That, that's, um, that's totally fine. But, in your window, yes. rumor and in your window. Yes, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this week here on the Boochcast, we are ruining the Disney classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And this was, words can't describe how happy I am that we got to this you know point. You know why it was called Snow White? Why? Because she could swim. Good point. Um, at one point, I think she had to. But uh, anyway... It would if 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 she if she couldn't swim it would be called snow snow black. Very I, I, <laughs> Yeah, and um I don't think or, or 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 if she got her if she got her uh if she got her back wet, then it would be called uh snow Mexican. Oh god. <laughs> uh well, well she got everything wet at one point, but anyway, uh Exactly. So, but anyway, uh, before we get to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, uh, is there anything special we have to do? Oh, can I get here? Yes. When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you If your heart was in your dreams, love expresses to extreme. Where you live. No. Why? Why on earth would you do that? Why not? Wait, hold on, hold on. I just hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Hold on a second. Hello. No, we do not have a dying cat in the house at all. We don't even own a cat. We have a dog, and no, he's not dying. That was that was my co-host attempting to sing. I'm sorry. We do not have a dying cat in the house. I, Mr. Magella, that, oh, I can sing. I 
kitchen sink. I think that was. I think. No, I can sing. No, try next door. Fine. Quick. Anyway. I can sing though. You can? Yes. Listen. Mm, on the road again. This can't wait to get on the road again. See? That was absolutely dreadful. No, it's not. All right, Simon Cow. I just didn't like the bad attempt no, at the no, I, can really, I can really sing though. Here, here, here. Mm, grand horse, liquor and horse. Cigarettes and dope and a monster and baloney, liquor and horse. See? Against my better judgment, I actually found that very entertaining. Oh, thank you. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Simon Cow. Actually, that was Pierce. Oh, well, it was one of them damn English guys, so who yeah. cares? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Yes, moving on. We are now commencing with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Gator, begin when ready. Oh, thank you, Mr. Bidrelli. Uh, We open, he said dwarves. He said dwarves, not horse. Dwarves. 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 Look, I'm trying to be clean, so I wanted to make sure that all of our fans that didn't know I was trying to be clean knew that you said dwarves and not whores. They don't sound at all alike, but you don't. Yes, they do. Really, they got mad with me when I when I mispronounced flag. Flag, 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 flag. Yes. Flag. I'm just saying, they got mad. I, I know, I know. They got mad because I had to make sure people knew. Hey. I wasn't talking about Jerry Truman, I was talking about a flag. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, Mr. Bidrelli, we open upon a, a dreadful castle. And how do we know it's dreadful? Because it's dark, it's spooky, and I think Mr. Bidrelli's last girlfriend lives there. <laughs> anyway, what? Dude, if my last girlfriend lived in a castle, she'd still be my girlfriend. Are you kidding me? No, she did live in a castle. It was dark and spooky. That's, that's of course... Lisa, anyway, <laughs> it was dark, that's Lisa. Yes. Right? Yes, that, that is, yeah. Just, just, and there was no moat, so it was Lisa. <laughs> Wait, was there not a moat? There was no moat, Mr. Madrid. I could have sworn there was. No, 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 there was a lot of darkness around there, and they didn't need a moat. That's true, they, they didn't have, I, I now remember. A lot of darkness. Moat. There were some trees too, and they were big, and they were they were flappy army, and they were all like woo. And I'm looking at the trees, and I'm like, wow, they're trees. And then I realized, oh yeah, I don't smoke weed no more. And then I and then I just kept rolling with it. So <laughs> okay, what? No, I said okay. I'm just saying you can't be in the propane and propane accessory business and smoke pot. That makes sense. You don't want me working on some explosives and blow myself up. No, no, I don't. Because I'm his eye. Oh, dear God. Which is, yeah, well, I've been watching a lot of them Snoop Dogg movies, so I've been picking up some of them Snoop Dogg uh, mannerisms. That uh, makes sense. For shizzle, my nizzle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Mr. Budrelli, we, co we, we come upon that castle that Lisa lives in, and then we find Lisa herself, the evil queen. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Jerry, whichever, it don't matter. But um, anyway, the evil queen is looking at her mirror and she says, mirror, mirror on the wall, am I the fairest of them all? Will someone come and take me to the ball? And the mirror goes, no, you're not the fairest of them all. Your stepdaughter Snow White is. And she looks at it and she's like, no. 
And then she breaks the mirror, but then she realizes, oh, crap, I'm going to have uh, bad luck for seven years. So she fixes the mirror. And then she sends this huntsman to go kill the to go kill uh, uh, Snow White, but he won't kill her because she's so pretty. And he looks at her, she's like, he's like, she's so pretty. And she's like, thank you. And he's like, but you're so pretty. Go run into the woods. And she runs and runs and runs into the woods like Forrest Gump. You know, like she's, you, you know, like the fat girls do to the Applebee's. <laughs> and, um, what? Yes, yes. The fat girls do that to Applebee's, Mr. Madrillet. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They do, they run. They you run. don't believe me. You don't believe me. Your ex-girlfriend ran to the huddle house. <laughs> she really did put huddle in that house. Oh, yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Chicken and waffles. Anyway, God. Mr. Madrillet. Mr. Bidrelli, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Anyway, anyway, Mr. Bidrelli, what I'm saying is, is the huntsman was, she had her running into the woods, and the huntsman killed a deer and put his heart in a box to take to the evil queen, the little like Lisa, and said, here, evil queen that looks like Lisa, here's the heart of Snow White. And she's like, oh, that's the heart of Snow White. And she crushed it in her hands like she was in Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then she went running, running into the woods, there's Snow White, and then she met these little midgets, and there were seven of them, and they're called dwarves, and this movie because Disney didn't want to piss nobody off, so they said they're dwarves, not magic. So, anyway, the little dwarves were out mining and uh, they were coming back home. And they, they anyway, they, they needed a housekeeper, so that, that chick became the housekeeper and uh, she took care of their house. And they greeted her every morning, too, when they left. Hi ho, hi ho. <laughs> yes, they did. But, but really, but really, they weren't singing to her. They were singing to that evil queen that looks like Lisa. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you like, if you like it that much, the first time, the first couple times is for me. Everything after that is for you. Anyway, what? Nothing. Just, just keep I going. Ain't anyway, Snow White's doing all their laundry and folding their little dwarf panties, and you know, doing the things that you know, folding dwarf panties, uh, ironing hats and taking care of things that she needs to and this little creepy old woman who kind of looks like lisa come into the wood and we find out that it really wasn't a creepy old woman that looked like lisa it was the queen that looked like lisa and the queen that looked like lisa had took a potion and she was looking like like a little old woman and she gave her a poison apple and snow white ate the poison apple and she fell out dead on the floor but she won't dead but she was dead but she won't dead but she won't dead but she was dead you know what i'm saying Mr. Bidrelli? sort of she was dead. She was asleep. And, and the only thing that could wake her up was True Love's first kiss. So anyway, they put her in a dwarf, the seven dwarves, to thank her for all of her ironing their dwarf panties, uh, put her in this box. Uh, there was a casket-like box, but they didn't want her to rest in peace. They wanted people to be able to see her, which is which is oddly what I'm going to do when I die, especially when I blow my brains out and everything. But anyway, uh, <laughs> huh? What? I, if I blow my brains out, I mean masturbate. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> what, you don't masturbate? No, I, I masturbate. Anyway, I know that I know you do, because the queen that looks like Lisa don't give you none. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is, that they're in, that she's in a box, and then a prince comes, and he kisses her, and she wakes back up, and the queen, the evil queen, finally figured out that life sucks, and then you die. And that's the end of the movie. They live happily ever after, Mr. Bridge, really. Yes. Um, okay. Um, first Let's of all. With some gaps. With some gaps. Well, first of all, <laughs> let me just say that um, 
I don't know why Lisa was brought into this story, but um, the queen did not. Because I had to be controversial in that cast. Okay. okay, I'm just saying the queen. The queen didn't look like Lisa until she gave her the apple. So before that, she didn't look like Lisa. But um, I will say, oh, I will say, uh, dear Jesus. Um, one thing I there was a few things about this movie that I found very interesting, and it was that as a kid, it confuses you, as, and you're and you hear so many people making jokes about the fact that Snow White was asleep and the prince just walked up and kissed her. Yeah, people would make a lot of Me Too jokes or a lot of um, things about that. And for, and for a period of time, they were funny. But here's the thing. If you actually go back and watch the movie, you realize, in a way, it's not that weird. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, it said that a kiss was the only way to save Snow White. So if you don't kiss Snow White, she dies. So in a way, the prince is saving her life. So it's it's less of a Me Too situation and more of a CPR situation. No, so it's not. It is, really, when you think about it. The only thing you're missing are the chest compressions. Hey, it's really. I'm first aid certified. I'm sure you are. I am, actually, believe it or not. Okay, but I'm also saying, here's the other... The, uh, the scenario, and here's the thing, earlier in the she movie, should've, he should have done, he should have opened her mouth wider and done more chest compression. He didn't have to, so. You do it to, you do it to stay, you do it to stay in alive by the Bee Gees. You, you can't tell, and you, and you, you sing it, and you chest compression. Okay, thank, well, thank you for that CPR lesson. It's a hundred, hey, it's a hundred and thirty-two beats per minute. I got you, so. But you keep it to the time of the music. Thank you, so. Hashtag, that's safe. Are you done? No. All right. Go ahead. My point is, is that go ahead. so when he goes, so he goes in for the kiss, and in a way, it's almost kind of like when you, if you go to a funeral and you're at the wake and you give like a kiss to a forehead. He just happened to go for the lips, which is pretty ballsy. What and are then, you doing? Going to Catholic funerals? Yeah, I'm a Catholic. I've been to funerals, so oh, this is true. So they, they, and then he bows, and then he bows down like on his knee, like he's crying because he thinks legit Snow White is dead because. He don't know what's going on, but then she wakes up. But they met earlier in the movie, and she and he convinced her that he wasn't a creeper, even though he showed up like a creeper, and she fucking ran for her life. He was a creeper. So he starts singing to her. She gets attracted to it. So already, there was an attraction. So when she wakes up and sees it's that guy who kissed him. It was flipped. She wasn't that upset. She didn't feel violated because this is the guy that I met earlier because I was uh -huh. in a wishing well saying, I'm wishing for the one I love to find me. Then a guy finds her and she fucking runs off, which is weird to me because I'm like, you just wish for a handsome prince. A handsome prince showed up. Like, and you were at a wishing well. You're telling me this woman's so dense she can't put two and two together? Like, what did you think? Like, do you just have false hope? Like, what is wrong with you? Hey, hey, that's not safe. I know. And here's the other thing that made me laugh. Is that this is the first, not only was this, and check this out. And I didn't even know this till I read it. This is the first actual Disney animated film ever with Snow White. Yes, this was the first one. The first one. And not only that, Snow White, to my knowledge, is the only actual princess that did common work. Like, she was a freaking maid, or acted like a maid, and acted like a cleaning lady, and actually was a legit princess. Like, Sleepy Beauty, like, like, no, not, not, like Cinderella. 
Cinderella cooked and cleaned for stepmom and stepsisters. There was a woman, though. But Cinderella wasn't an actual princess. She didn't actually become royalty till she met the prince, fell in love, got married, and then got the royal title. Snow White already had the royal title. That is crazy to me that you actually had a princess who's like, and you can tell she was a princess because she's delegating orders to the animals cleaning. But then she's like, I'll use the broom. I'm like, Holy crap, you're actually sweeping? Like, that? I couldn't process that. Like, a print? No wonder she was the fairest of them all. Like, you win. If you're a queen, and if you're any level of royalty, and you do any form of manual labor, you're awesome. Like, that is already cool points. That is already, you're like... Not, you're a woman. You're supposed to be doing manual labor anyway, and cleaning and cooking and pregnant in the kitchen. And here's the thing. Snow White was a princess and was doing all that, aside from the pregnant part. But just, Jesus, that blew my oh, mind. She's got, a prince. she's got a prince now, so she can be pregnant and barefoot. It's okay. Anyway. Well, yeah. And I don't know why she, I don't know why she would need to be barefoot, but I, I guess. Because, because, Mr. Woods, really, that's called tradition. I don't understand. It's not safe. Just keep rolling. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, and, if, and the funny thing was Disney got an honorated, got an honorary Oscar for this film. And it was, it was, and it was, and the Oscar award that he got was basically one normal size statue with seven miniature Oscar statuettes around it. Like, so it was Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. And the award was presented to Disney by Shirley Temple. Presented him that award. Know who Shirley Temple is. Shirley Temple is the lady that invented that drink that's virgin. Yes. And also was just like she was. And as, yes, and also was one of the all-time greatest child actor actresses of all time. Yeah, she was a porn star. Anyway, um, I don't know if she got that far, but anyway, I think she did. Well, I don't think she did. So I guess this is one of those moments where Gator, Ricky Ross, and I will just have to agree to disagree. Let's agree to disagree. Well, anyway, on that note, we're going to take a short break here, ladies and gentlemen. And when we come back, Gator ruins Mulan here on the Boochcast. So you guys sit tight. We shall return right after this. Instead, a girl worth fighting for. Huh? That's what I said. A girl worth fighting for. I want a paler than the moon, with eyes that shine like stars. A girl of marble and ice cream adore my battle scars. I couldn't care less what she'll wear or what she looks like. It all depends on what she cooks like beef, pork, chicken. The local girls want you on quite the job.
Welcome back to the Boochcast. During the break, we played the song A Girl Worth Fighting For from the Disney movie Mulan, which we are going to completely ruin here on the Boochcast. And of course... I just realized something. What? They did it all for the nookie. Come on. Yeah. Be rolling, 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 rolling. Yes. I- I'm aware. I-, I, It's a Limp Bizkit song. I know them all. Yes, I know you do. They suck. Anyway... They do not suck. They are awesome. <laughs> Keep rolling. I am. We're going to keep rolling. As we go into Mulan, I will say, A Girl We're Fighting For was the best song to write on here because at the end of the day, that's what every man wants. A girl worth fighting for. That's what they want, especially in the military. And and some food. And food, yes. Food is very, very important, yes. Men want food and a girl we're fighting for. Mr. Budrelli should know he's a fat man. Well, yes, but every guy likes to eat. Oh yes, I like. Well, every guy likes to eat, especially we like we like Chinese. You, yes, every guy loves Chinese. Yes, because yeah. we like to eat cat. Anyway. Yes. Um. In ten minutes. In your window. Yes, and I want to hear in ten minutes. They give it. They bring it in ten minutes to your door. Oh, cream with some young guy, right? Exactly. Cream with some young guy. Exactly. Oh yes. yes. I'm not Chinese. Neither am I. Anyway, so. Can I start now? Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm screwing up. Mr. Mitchell had to play my Jesse. Oh, sure. All right. I'm you like, jerk. Me? You're the one fucking up. Anyway. I'm going to Just stop cursing. That's not safe. <laughs> hey, straighten up. Anyway. Uh, right, swear jar, swear jar. Where dirty words have gone too far. That would be a quarter. Ding. All right. Thank you. When you wish upon a star Makes no difference who you are Anything your heart desires will come to you Mr. Woodrow, stop it right there. The women, the women are getting hot. They're getting hot? Yes, especially the version of this song that I got instead of the version that y'all are going to hear on the radio. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, okay, that's an inside joke. So during the recording of this, Mr. Budrelli doesn't play the song for me. He just sings it, and I got all hot and flustered. <laughs> Good to know. And uh, since, yeah, we're, since we're already, yeah, since we're already knocking down the fourth wall, I'll just I'll just say the reason I do that is because uh, now I'm recording the show from my laptop because the audacity of my computer has been a pain in the ass as. I mentioned numerous times in December. Hey, stop hey, I can say ass. They say it on TV. So, oh, true. as we I've just, been... We just can't say shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocks like a motherfucker, tits. Yes, thank you, Mr. Carlin. So, so what I'm doing is, I'm doing it on my laptop, and it's just easier for me to sing it in the beginning and then <laughs> add it into the radio thing later. So, some cases, it's easier to do that than having to look it up and do everything else, and it just, it helps keep the show rolling along. It helps us keep rolling, 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 stop, rolling. Stop, 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 no more. Now, I know y'all be loving this right here. 
Anyway, we're gonna be uh moving right along here. Can we can we uh move 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 along? Yes, we can. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, can we move, move on along? Yes. And before we bring more dishonor. So anyway, we are now going. It is now time to ruin Mulan. Gator, take it away. Okay, we open upon China, and how do we know it was China? Because of the music was going ching chong, ching chong, ching chong, ching, ching chong, ching chong, ching chong, ching. And if that ain't China, that is China. It is China. Ching chong, ching is China. You know, Miss Bridgewell, you know how they name their children? How do they name the children? They take pots and pans and throw them down the stairs, and then that's whatever the sound it makes is, is the name of the kid. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yes, it's a ceremonial thing called the naming of the children. Wow, that's very cool. They didn't teach us that in school. Yes, they're not going to because that's racist. But it's not racist if it's accurate, only if it's inaccurate. Yeah, see? That's why all of them were named Ping. It makes sense. And hell, that was the name that Mulan... Was that the name that Mulan used when she went into the military? Yes, it was. Anyway, we open upon China... And we're there, and we see Mulan and her family, and her, her mama wants her to get married, but she don't want to get married. And I don't blame her either, because marriage sucks. You don't believe me, ask Mr. Bidrelli, he's an old maid. Um, what? I am not an old maid, you're a douche. Okay, moving on. Anyway, children, listen to your Uncle Gator, okay? You don't have to get married. All you gotta do is take a life insurance policy out on him, and then kill him in a fiery car crash. What? You didn't say anything that wasn't wrong. Exactly. Anyway, so Mulan is trying not to get married, and her mama says they're bringing dishonor on the family and her cow, and she's like, no, I'm not bringing dishonor on my family and my cow. And then they move, and then they run away, and then there's a war, and then her daddy says, I'm gonna go fight in the war. And then she runs away, and she's like, no, I'm gonna go fight in the war. And then she goes fighting the war, and she changes her name to Ping, and because that's what she wanted to have was a little ping, you know, that little thing that, that goes up in the air when, when you get excited. Ping! Yes, I think we're all familiar with that. She wanted one, but she didn't have one. Anyway, so she's fighting, 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 and they're going to make a man out of her, but she's not a man. And then they, they, they meet that guy, her love interest, and she's like, I'm going to screw him. And then she's like, no, I'm not going to screw him. And then they're fighting, and they get beat up by the Huns. The Huns are coming, and the Huns are savages. Savages, barely even human. That is kind of true. See? They actually are savages because they're just out to, you know, destroy villages, plunder everybody. They basically walk around with the attitude of, I'm going to have rape for dinner. That's pretty much that. This, this, would be, this would be accurate. This would be, this is kind of true. Yeah, it kind of is. But anyway, so they they realize that, that their life is going to hell. And uh, they get their, their stuff together. I almost cursed. Would you really yes. pray for me? I'm praying. Uh, anyway, they do what they gotta do, and she gets her stuff together, and they're in a tent, and they realize she's a lady, and they're like, oh no, you're a lady, and uh, they go back to China, and they find the dude, and they go back home, and they they get back home to China, and the emperor's like, the Huns are coming, and they kill all the Huns, and then this the end, and then there's a, then there's a, there's a, you know, there's a dragon that sounds oddly enough like uh, Eddie Murphy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a dragon, not lizard. I don't do that tongue thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. He sounds like he sounds like Eddie Murphy to me. Sounds like anyway, Eddie Murphy. <clears throat> he sounds like Eddie Murphy. He did. He sound like Eddie Murphy. Interesting. That one Eddie Murphy. I think it was. <gasps> it was Kevin Hart. What? 
It wasn't Kevin Hart? No, it wasn't Kevin Hart. I don't even think he was famous enough to do that back then. I can't help Kevin Hart sucks. Anyway, Mr. Boudreaux, this has been Gator Ruined Your Childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I yeah. tried. Yes, uh, so we did. That was Gator Ruined Your Childhood. And Mulan is actually... It was one of the one of the all time great films. It was it was, it was it, a real person. Yes, and it was actually you know one of the first times where a Disney princess was or considered a princess was actually just you know Whoa. being a badass and actually fighting and kicking yeah, ass. Yeah, and she she didn't die. No, she didn't die. Most Disney princesses don't. And the, well, no, Tiana don't count. She was a frog when she uh, was swimming. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, but uh, uh, she almost drowned though. Yes, exactly. And then, uh, and of course, they're just like Lady and the Tramp that we talked about. They were savages, savages, that, barely even human. Yeah, that's not what that was Pocahontas, first of all. I'm talking about like Lady and the Tramp that we talked about at the beginning of this year. Uh, Mulan is actually becoming a live action adaptation. They're really? Gonna, yes, they're going to be making a live action Mulan that is scheduled to come out in March, the end of March. Why? Uh, because... Why they gotta ruin good shit? Well, I don't... Well, Excuse my language. Well, the thing is, I don't know. It depends on how on how it goes, whether or not it's considered ruined. That's my only concern. And the thing well, is... we will ruin it here. Well, yes. But the thing is this. Mulan already is about a strong female warrior. So, this is tailor-made for the reason. Son of a bitch! You can't... The only way they could screw this up is if they actually made Mulan a subservient Chinese woman. That is Yo, literally the only way that. they could screw this up because Mulan we actually is... That. What? We could do that. I don't want to do that. I could do that. I mean, I'm sure you could. The point I mean, I'm we, trying to... We, we really could, Mr. Woodrow. You know how you do it? How? You marry her. Yeah. Anyone that saw the straight-to-DVD sequel, you know that marrying her does not change her... Outlook. Savages, savages, barely even human. You know, but anyway, the point is, is that I don't, the only way I can see them messing this up is if they make it less comedic, I think. Also, I would be intrigued to see who would voice Mushu. I don't know who's doing that, and I'm. Oh, I know who should do it. Who? Just on it on your cow. Just on it on you. Just on it on your mom and me. Yes, I see that. Because I, I'm looking at it. it right, actually, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm trying to see who is supposed to voice Mushu. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't even see Mushu on the cast list. No! Did they tell me? Did they get rid of Mushu? That's what you had. I got rid of Mushu. The Chancellor, the Matchmaker, a Scratch, oh, Ramsey. I'm in the movie already. Crikey. I'm oh, in Cricky. the movie. No, they got Cricky. Cricky's in here, but. I'm uh, in the movie. No, sh- shut up, Gator. Wait a minute, this movie's right now. I'm in the movie. How are you in the movie? Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> yes. I'm in the movie. Yes. Oh, we haven't done that one in forever. Um, <gasps> but no. But no, I'm, I'm looking here. There is no Mushu. Okay, they've already fucked this up. You don't have a Mushu. You got Cricky, but where is Mushu? Literally, that is a big component of this movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Mr. Bidrey. I think they're on the drugs. That, this is, uh, already, this looks dumb. Like, you took, I'm sorry, Mushu, hold on, hold on. Let me see. A call to boycott the film began when actress Lou Reese shared an image posted by Chinese 
newspaper People's Daily. The image included a quote from an anonymous Chinese reporter who worked for the Global Times and was subsequently assaulted by violent protesters in 2019. Hong Kong anti-extradition bill protests. I support Hong Kong police. You can beat me now. What a shame for Hong Kong. This sparked their national controversy with Liu being accused of supporting police brutality. The hashtag Boycott Mulan has since started trending, supporting a boycott of the movie. In response to the controversy, Yuffie was not present at the 2019 D23 Expo, which gave fans an exclusive sneak peek of the film. So, what? Hashtag the liberals. <laughs> yeah. So, the liberals... That So, the liberals are pissed at... Uh, this is... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got a relapse here. We got a relapse here for a second. Um... The, the, out of all the live-action Disney films that have been made, yes, the one that actually has legit for a shoot a strong female warrior leader, not one that was made up, that was flipped and changed and made up by the snowflakes, like when they made the uh, when like like when they got Aladdin and made the alterations and shit. This is an actual female warrior. And the liberals are pissed at it and want to boycott it. Why? Because it's not a hero that you some bitches created. Like I, I want a strong female leader, but it must be molded that. in my snowflake, easily offended, triggered image. You. I, can't, oh I can't say anything without cussing. Gator, if there was one time where I would allow you to cuss, it would be this moment right now. Mr. Budrilla, that's fucked up. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, oh my god, look at this. This is the one they want to protest. This one. The one that's actually... Oh, my God. That actually empowers the women. It does! Sometimes. This is literally... Oh, my God. This is this is dumb. I, I, I can't even put it into words. I cannot find the words. They're protesting over this. You want to protest over something? How about the fact that Mushu is not in the movie? I don't even care if Eddie Murphy voiced him or not. Obviously, Eddie Murphy should. But as long as somebody else came in... Actually, I think it'd be kind of funny if Kevin Hart did it in the new version. But no. But obviously, Gator doesn't agree with me on that. But my point is, th there's no... There is no... Mushu anywhere in this cast list, unless the dumbass on this. I'd be more happy if Will Smith did it. That's how much I hate Kevin Hart. What? What is the indie yes. blue hell? Yes. Oh <coughs> my God! It's this. Yes. This has got to be the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Bar none. This. Wow. But anyway. So yeah, we glad to know we could ruin Mulan before they do. Yes. Um, I'm yeah, not gonna lie, there is a part of me that is gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna spend money to watch this film, but rest assured, if I get an opportunity to watch this, I will, just cause I but, wanna make sure. Well, let Desmond, let Desmond do it. He's probably got Disney Plus, he's got a kid. Well, it's not gonna be available on Disney Plus, it's going out in theaters. Oh God, no, Jesus. This is gonna be in the theaters. Now, Lady and the Tramp live action went straight to Disney Plus. This is actually gonna be in the theaters. So I don't know if that's there if I'm gonna go to the movies to see it or not, unless somebody wants, unless a friend wants to go with me. But like I know when, like when Zach and I went to see The Lion King. But I can't help you took the ginger. Uh, well, yeah, we we both agreed we were gonna go see that, and I was okay with that. The only rule was during the song "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," we were not allowed to make any eye contact of any kind. That was my rule. You look straight at the goddamn screen, and that's it. That was I'm my rule. Like, Aladdin, you you can't go with a, another dude to see Aladdin. That is strictly a guy-takes-girl-to-the-movie thing. So I waited for Aladdin to come out uh, to be available on pay-per-view. You, you waited for, you waited for Aladdin, Aladdin to come. On pay-per-view. Yeah, on pay-per-view. And then 
I ordered that and watched it. Hey, Mr. Bougie Bennett, can you feel the love tonight? No. Why you can't feel the love? Because I, because I'm, I, I, I'm looking at an abomination. Oh yes. This is Kevin Hart as Mushu. Kevin Hart isn't Mushu. Oh, thank God. The problem is there is no Mushu. This is what we're not. This is what I'm trying to explain here. There is no Mushu in this movie, and that is literally a major component of the movie because Mushu helps Mulan through the journey. Are we that stubborn? This is the yes. dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, this has been Gator Ruins Your Childhood. Gator's got to go now. All right, see ya, Gator. Well, I guess it's just going to be me here now, so I guess this is the appropriate time to officially wrap up the Gator Ruins Your Childhood compilations. And all I got to say is I am so glad, once again, that you guys have enjoyed these compilations of Gator Ruins Your Childhood. It's nice to know that Gator uh, still has a strong fan base, that the congregation is still strong here on the Boochcast. And like I said, we will be bringing new episodes of Gator Ruins Your Childhood to the Boochcast. Now that I know you guys love it, we are. it is a big plan that we have for 2022. I have some other Gator segments I'm going to be compilating together for you guys as well. And there's a lot of other segments from SoundCloud that are going to be coming over here in the near future. So, once again, I thank you guys for enjoying these uh, Gator Ruins Your Childhood segments. Like I said, part one, part two, part three, all of them are awesome. And I thank you guys so much for enjoying it. And uh, if you want to see new episodes of the Boochcast, uh, make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, and Google Podcast. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there. Or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content to provide. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast, get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have our show Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring, as well as other great content. We have archived watch parties, our D&D one-shot, funny skits, holiday videos, everything available on the YouTube channel. All you gotta do is hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when new episodes come out. Because we got new episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring coming soon, so be ready for that. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, January the 29th for WWE Royal Rumble. That's right. We're getting together at 8 p.m. live on Twitch to watch the Royal Rumble. And, of course, we'll have the bootleg link available on our Twitter page so you can watch the pay-per-view and follow along with us since we can't legally show it on Twitch. But we'll still be there. And of course, our D&D show is coming in 2022. And Elvis will have his own gaming show that will be coming to the Twitch channel very soon. Once I give him the information, we're able to schedule everything. You guys will be able to check that out. So go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. Follow us there to be notified on when we go live. And of course, you can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three different levels you can donate at with prizes coming soon. The first level you can donate at is for a mere 99 cents per month. These are for the people
people who want to support the show but don't want to break the bank and don't want to worry about, you know, missing bills and everything. Because the last thing we want is for anyone to go broke supporting this show. We would never put our fans in that kind of jeopardy. So if you really want to help us out, but you got other bills you got to take care of, just send us 99 cents a month. That's all you got to do. Just 99 cents. That's all you got to do. You're helping out the show, and we love and appreciate it. If you got some extra spending cash, you can go to the second level, which is $4.99 per month. That's right. Same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of fans out there, y'all ain't fans of the Peacock. So all I'm going to say is, fuck the Peacock. Bring that money over here. We got better content than them anyway. And of course, we have the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. That's right. Same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Well, they took that away from us when they sold it to the Peacock. So if you're in the States, you got nowhere to put that $9.99. Take that $9.99. Bring it over here. We got better content than the network anyway. And unlike the WWE, we actually love, support, and do things for our fans. So those are the three ways you can help us out. You can pay with a credit card or with GPay. Also, when you become a supporter of the Boochcast, you can send to get access to your paid subscription immediately and agree that if you don't cancel before the end of the subscription period, you will automatically be charged a subscription fee every month until you cancel. Now, this is not a paid subscription to the show. That's just what they. Ref- that's just how they refer to it on Anchor. We are not charging a subscription to listen to the Boochcast. The Boochcast is available for free. This is just your way of helping us keep the show going if you want to donate. This is not a subscription. Let me make that clear. That's just the terms that Anchor likes to use. But it's basically reminding you that you are consenting to doing this, and if you don't cancel before it ends, you will automatically be charged every month until you cancel. And you can cancel at any time, so there's no pressure. And you will not be entitled to a refund on cancellation. So you can cancel anytime you want, but there is no refund. Full terms and instructions on how to cancel are available by clicking the link in the supporter page. And for more information on how you how they process your personal data, you can go to Anchor's privacy policy page and check all of that out. Now, when you guys uh, donate money to the show, what we do with that money is we put it back into the show. It benefits in some capacity. It allows us to upgrade our equipment. It allows us to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and it allows me to take care of all the guys who work very hard on and off the air to make the Boochcast successful. So if you got a favorite co-host and you believe they deserve to be paid for their work, anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And if there's any money left over after we've done all that, we use the remaining money to feed Zach Ramen Noodles and try to get him laid. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, aka The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been the booch cast we'll talk to you guys next time until then pizza baby
just well, any way you want, want all. I want my all love your love go Yeah. 